0: It's the Bachelor lifestyle. It's the Bachelor lifestyle. We live in it. Can I steal you for a minute? It's my first impression, Rose. that Jay Stewart breaking down all the shows. It's the Bachelor on ABC with Chris Harrison. You crying in the limbo sent home. Howard Harrison, the most dramatic ever. And that's what we like. Play your cards right. Welcome you back. It's been a minute, as the kids say. It's giving, it's been a minute vibes. I'm vibing that it's been a minute. It's giving the vibe of it's been a minute. Anyway, my name is Brian Beckner You're listening to the Bachelor Lifestyle from the baller the companion pod if you will, the sister pod, the friend pod of the batch or the baller lifestyle. this is the Bachelor Lifestyle. My name is Brian Beckner We're catching up. On everything that's going on in paradise, because as we all know, anything can happen in paradise, I guess. Uh, Let's find out what happened. I'm talking to Mr. Jason Stewart. Jason, hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hello there.
1: Hello. So um, how about it's the side piece of
0: the bar lifestyle? I like that. You I know, like that a lot. You
1: know, you get it? Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I do get it. I get it. Like it uh, doesn't really need to be. That's not a you get it situation. I
1: mean, it's kind of like Aaron B. He's got multiple side pieces and then That's uh, right. it, it's explained and it goes away. So <laughs> Yep. Yeah. You know, last <laughs> this is how now he's uh, getting engaged. Yeah, this is how like uh you know, we're both on record of saying, you know. The Bachelor is a despicable franchise and made up of, you know, cast members that are so thirsty to be famous that they're willing to be humiliated on camera to do it. That's true. And I want to say the fourth or fifth Bachelorette lead uh, entered this show. It's this is definitely a record, right? Yeah.
0: So we had Hannah Brown. Right. That's well, first right. First of all, we had we had Rachel Rachel Recchia to play a ding sound effect. Ding. Rachel Recchia. Yep. Who I'm a fan of Rachel Recchia. Like she's a little bit simple, but she can't be that simple because she knows how to plot to fly a plane. And then so I like Rachel Recchia. Then we got um uh, uh Hannah brown who they acted like cleopatra had uh emerged from the uh the somewhere um okay hannah brown who likes to have sex she's also sex positive because she has sex she has sex positively in a windmill okay then there was charity Mm -hmm. again it was like oprah winfrey had entered the building when she showed up charity clausen what do we? What do we? What do we guess her last name is? Charity Lawson? Graves. That does sound familiar. Something Lawson. Oh, Lawson. That's it. Yeah. Charity Lawson. Yeah. Nice. And then finally, now we have the sex positive Katie Thurston.
1: Yeah,
0: Thurston like, for that dick. You know what I'm saying? No, just kidding. Just kidding. We're very respectful of Katie Thurston. Uh, is that it? We're at four so bachelorettes. That's, so that's four. Four
1: bachelorette leads. Uh, have come to paradise and That's right. and two of them now, Hannah and Katie. the producers
0: Yep. Oh, the producers Jeez, Jason, um, what happened there? Take us through that. Take us through that when you wanted to speak and then you took a when lot you,
1: When you have to sneeze. Oh. So instead oh, of
0: okay. instead of ruining the experience for the listeners, I turned ah. off my microphone. Ah fair that's fair good job buddy so hey, hannah brown shows up and then katie thurston does what but the the producers are just so hard up for
1: storylines and sad. being able to manipulate these idiots that yeah hannah brown and katie show up unexplained and they do just kind of like pretend like they're joining the cast and and it, it just it goes nowhere and then they reveal hey i'm not here to date I'm just here to host this stupid little game Disgusting. we're about to play. Oh, Disgusting. and I'll try to fuck with people's relationships while I'm down here. Um,
0: this is this show has this show has devolved into a into just a series of day oneers. It's only it's look. There's somebody from Bachelor in Paradise Canada, which is wild. There's some guy called Peter that's been there since the first day. No one knows who the fuck he is. He's an interloper. Then a couple guys, and not to jump ahead, a couple guys show up. I I can't jump ahead because you don't know who the fuck they are if I said their names because they were both day oneers way back when. It's a fucking sad, sad... They need to either pay more, they need to up the ante somehow because there's just not enough incentive for people that you know to show up in paradise.
1: Maybe. Yeah, maybe. And I... I will say this. You mentioned uh, the Canadian Bachelor in Paradise contestant, contestant. Her name is Sam. Yeah. And then Peter. I yeah. would make the case that they're maybe the most unattractive couple
0: in the history of the show. Well, I mean, Peter's... Look, I'm not mad at Sam. She's She's 42. She knows, she knows her way around a Marlboro light. Okay. Like if you ask her, Hey, I wonder what's a pack of Marlboro lights go for in Canada with the, with the ridiculous uh, taxes that you have up there. And she'd be able to tell you both in us and Canadian. She knows, she knows, she knows how to uh, make a, she, she's got a, she's got a foolproof, Recipe for how to make a sea breeze okay she like she's she's that kind of girl which i'm not mad at and she's not you she, look look a lot of these chicks are model qual. you know what they are a lot of, and this is and please females within the sound of my voice don't take this the wrong way a lot of these bachelor in paradise women they're porno hot all right, they're they're not hot enough to be on a soap opera, which is really hot, okay? But they're hot enough to be in a porno and these days that's pretty close to soap opera level hot, okay? They're porno hot. Now, Sam is Sam Canadian Sam, she's Canadian porno hot. You know what I'm saying? She's she's amateur porn, right? She's okay. She's not bad. You wouldn't like if she wanted to talk to you at a bar, not me or Jason because we have super hot girlfriends. But you listener if she wanted to talk to you who might not have a super hot girlfriend like jason and i you would talk to her a hundred percent i'm not I, no, i'm not here to shit on sam
1: no i i definitely want shit on her she she seems like she has a great personality you did she
0: just said you just said she they're the ugliest couple in the history of the show no no. Um, aesthetically
1: speaking they yeah. are two of the I think the least attractive
0: couples in the history of the show. Yeah. I, what about, what about Marcus and Lacey who reportedly got married on the beach? Well, they got married. They definitely got married on the beach and then reportedly never encountered each other again in real life.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a, yeah. it sounds like you're talking about a completely different thing. I remember Lacey being yeah. particularly attractive. I'm I'm talking well, specifically look about looks. Okay. Nothing Fair. else. Okay. Um, They're not easy on the eyes. And that's, that's I disagree. Just kind of a truism. Um, yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Beauty is in the, the eye of the beholder. So That's right.
0: Canadian as, porno hot.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then yeah. for the rose ceremony, she was, like, obviously sunbathing in, in some kind of a top that was not conducive to, like, the dress that she chose to wear for yeah. the rose ceremony. It's just you have to see it to understand what I'm talking about. It's just it's such an unflattering dress because the tan that she got is not, it doesn't match. But anyways, oh. um, we digress. Yeah. I, I want to start the episode with the all important cliffhanger payoff. Um, yeah. It's been a couple of weeks. So what happened last time was remember Olivia got the, f- Kind of the friendship rose from Braden. He she he basically said, "I've got no connection with Olivia, but she's a cool chick." Olivia, who's been um, you know who's been screwed over a couple times by women, namely Cat. She,
0: Kat. she um, hates Cat's guts. Yeah,
1: Cat and Cat and our guy uh, John Henry. Yeah. Now, um, Olivia becomes the, the cliffhanger in that. Some random guy, some black dude named Michael comes down, mm-hmm. and he's you know he, he's a good talker. He's he's a, he's a charming guy, and, and he he talks to a couple of the ladies, and then the entire cast is basically rooting for Olivia to get the date from this random guy Michael that nobody. I wonder knows. if she
0: will. I wonder if she will. Yeah, yeah Michael a uh, Michael apparently a day oneer from uh, charity season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you say so, like I don't remember him. He comes down. He's wearing a mesh shirt, open, okay, and white Birkenstocks. There's a problem, but apparently he's got um beautiful, beautiful dimples, which is fine. As as a dimple haver, I tell you, when, I can tell you when you get to be uh forty eight years old, you got two big wrinkles where those dimples happened, Ooh, right? Huh. So which is, which is, hey which is okay because as men it's not fair we only get more handsome with more wrinkles and more gray hair but i'm just letting you know that's what happens when you have dimples but it's hard to take anybody seriously because every guy that's come every guy or girl that's come down the steps is immediately the um, hottest girl girl or guy that they've ever seen yeah and he's fine he's fine he's not you know look he's not a bad looking guy
1: it's just so rare on the show that an entire cast of people is rooting for someone to go on a date. That's true. And uh, Michael makes up his decision. Yeah. The cliffhanger that's paid off is that he chooses Olivia, and mm. and just to, to make, I mean, just to drive the point home that this show is superficial and just full of shit, they have Olivia talking to the camera saying, "I can't, I just can't wait to go on on a date." And then she literally forgets his name and has to ask the producer what his name is. Stop it. Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> so, um, he, I mean, he's such, a, he's such a good guy. I can't wait to go on a date with What's his name again? What? Uh, yeah, that's right. Michael. Michael. Oh, yeah. Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: well, it is co- confusing. Look, it's hard to remember names. I often forget people's names.
1: No, there's always, I mean, the... The big like ice breaking tension, uh, I don't know what you would call it. Tension breaker, at like a party is when you yeah. you enter. You know, I'm sure it happened at my at my 50th birthday party. Uh, you yeah. and Cheyenne enter the party, That's right. and I've That's got like to introduce you to everybody. Yeah. And you know, of course, just to to break the the tension, I say. So now there's going to be a quiz afterwards, <laughs> yeah, and every, and everybody at that point laughs like, like, like it's yeah, the funniest joke they've ever heard. Well, it's a dad
0: joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah but they're great. but they're
1: just laughing because there's a little yeah. bit of awkward tension, and then you go and yeah. you get drunk. That's that's I
0: I will say that was that was a great party. I will say I was delighted to meet the great John Ramos at that party. That was that was the highlight of my evening.
1: Yeah. No, you. I mean. <laughs> There was there was a couple latino angles latina angles that you right. worked it was not only were you able to eat uh street tacos at Danny Trejo's uh, restaurant right. but yeah. you met John Ramos and you got to meet uh Alicia Devalle, who
0: That's right. you know it's
1: That's right. uh, a a local celebrity
0: you um, know that I am you you know that I am also a latino person right
1: yeah, yeah you know like older <laughs>
0: quarter peruvian or guatemalan yeah yes okay fair yes that was uh, that was a delightful evening it was nice to meet everybody and yes names are hard a lot of times my move is to wait for someone else to say the person's name and then i say the person's name a whole bunch of times to them as though i knew it the whole time
1: i mean a a really good wingman at a party yeah, especially like a networking kind of party is a good wingman is they take the bullet and they introduce themselves and they just say what, yep. what what's you the know, what's your name i'm 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 tom and and at that point you know you could yep. hear the
0: name again and it's a good move i do it all the time how do you how you doing i'm brian yeah do you do you do you remember my super hot girlfriend cheyenne i'll say it i'll yep. say it like I'm introducing yeah. them, even though we've met before, because I don't remember the person's name.
1: No, that's a very courteous thing to do. That's a yeah. that's a standby of mine. Just being like, a, you know, you gentlemen. you remember Brian, right? Like the uh, yeah, yes. and of
0: course I do. You know, they play the it name? off,
1: but they probably didn't remember your name. But, yeah. Um,
0: yeah. So there's, cer- there's certain people we know that they'll only introduce you if there's some f- kind of financial incentive in it. <laughs> You know, there's like, there's, Hey, this guy, this guy won't, uh, he won't, I won't make your acquaintance because he doesn't get any benefit out of it. So let's just keep going.
1: Uh, so Michael and Olivia go on a date and I mean, I don't know what kind of a date this is, but they They walk into a group of random tourists and they just start dancing. Like they just get into it. I don't even know if there's music. They just start grinding on each other and dancing. And that's, that's basically, it's, it's just a real uh, strange one, non sequitur, but they're having a good time. Now, one of the plot lines of this particular episode is Rachel. Rachel wants to find her way. Rachel's the former bachelorette. She uh, right. was in the friend zone with Brayden. I forgot who mm-hmm. she started out with. She's got like three or four dudes on this Island that were on her
0: season. A oh, gay maybe, guy. She was with the Aven, gay guy.
1: Even a Tyler, started,
0: right? Yeah. She was. Yeah. She started with Sean.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Sean. Yeah. So, I mean, she's been all over the place. Just, I, th- I think having a pretty good time, but she's starting to feel it a yep. little bit. Now, keep in mind, Tanner Did like one of those, uh, I'm going to have a conversation with you on the night of the rose ceremony and then give you the rose in hopes to, uh, at some point, we'll sleep with each other. And uh, the show kind of throws a curveball into Tanner's plan as random guy race car driver, Jordan, shows up. He walks down the stairs. Now, Jordan... Yep. For those that remember Rachel's season, Rachel and Gabby, anyways, yeah, he's a race car driver who got the first date that Rachel gave out, and I remember, they went on a one of those. Um, I think it was they. It was a plane trip, but it was yep. one of one of those planes that what doesn't have gravity or something. I like yeah, Gravity. They, thing basically,
0: they go up really high in the air and then they dive, and when they dive. You lose. There's no gravity for a couple seconds, and then you can kind of like float in the plane. And I'd forgotten about this, but this is wh- this is why I, if I'm a contestant, I put my foot down on anything that could possibly make me look like a bitch. And th- yeah. that's what happened. That's what happened to poor Jordan here because he, I believe, he vomited from this experience, yeah. as I would have. That's why I would decline such a date. Because I'm not doing anything where I might vomit and thus never be seen as a sexual entity by the other person ever again. I'm not yeah. doing
1: that. I I get it. I mean, you and I differ on, on that thing. I have a I have a threshold for that for the, yeah, the risk taking that you don't. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Jordan walks down the steps and Rachel's like, "Whoa, I remember this guy, and he's a he's a real like his chisel," um, and. Uh-huh. She's like, I, I would like to go on a date with this guy, you know. Well, Tanner was kind of hoping that he could kind of kindle some stuff, but Jordan and Rachel go on a date together, and in one of the worst, um, like scripted things that you're going to see, they're just walking on the beach. (laughs) She happens to be in full yoga attire. And the producers tried to make it look like they just happened upon a group of beach yoga doers and a yoga instructor and and rachel and and Jordan were like, "Oh my goodness, we might as well stop with this group and do yoga. It's a good thing that Rachel had a full yoga attire on when when, when it happened so." Now.
0: Yes, that is exact. Yeah, she had like yoga pants and a sports bra on, yeah. and then they came across. It looked, it looked like a swingers type of setup because there were a lot of like fifty-seven-year-old guys with um, me undies on doing their doing their um, yoga. And Jason, let me just say, I wouldn't. I would not classify myself as a yogi, but I can say I have practiced yoga many times over the years i've practiced all different forms of yoga i enjoy doing yoga it is it is um it is tremendously difficult at times and very gratifying i can tell you this to a man i have never practiced yoga any type of yoga that um the part of the practice was me inserting my genitals into another person's genitals during the yoga practice i don't i don't know that type of yoga because that's what they were doing
1: they were no you're right it's some kind of outdoor uh hot tantric yoga yeah um it's just it's
0: for this next pose put your vagina against this man's erect penis next yep. to you and then he'll hold your shoulders. And I'm like, I don't I don't think that's yoga, honestly.
1: As long as they look each other in the eyes, I think it it, it was all uh
0: fair, it, fair. it was
1: all worth doing Not now. Sexual.
0: Yeah.
1: They uh and just to be politically correct, they had a couple of same sex couples. There was a, a a couple of women and a couple of men doing doing the tantric yeah. yoga on the beach. And they just happened to stumble across it and they did it and they start making out and Rachel's having the old feelings that she had when she chose Jordan as her first date she on did. her season. And she did. Yep. He's a, he's a simple dude. He's a really nice guy. He, he, he really likes her. Um, yeah.
0: Now, now are we uh, going to allow him? And I think we discussed this when he was on the bachelor, are we going to allow him to, um, call himself a race car driver because he does the kind of race car driving where the, the skill involved is just pushing the gas pedal to the floor immediately and holding on.
1: Yeah. The, the top fuel or whatever, funny car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: There's no, there's no turning involved. There's no banking. There's no strategy. It's just, I hope that your engine doesn't explode and rip your body apart and catch you on fire.
1: No, that's exactly what it is. And it is, and it's the least popular of the motorsports by far. Awesome. The most dangerous, and oh, yeah. but, and also the least popular. So not yeah. only are you you're putting your life on the line, but you're doing it yeah. for probably like a, a salary of forty thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, and the loudest, and all, your your eardrums are eviscerated after one yeah. meet.
1: For the longest time, it was the only reason anybody in this uh, in this realm of the country ever went to pomona california pomona
0: that's right that's right
1: Um, absolutely so rachel is feeling it with with the race car driver and she says this to the camera in an attempt to to grab some kind of a cheesy analogy she's like um i'm putting the car in gear with a race car driver
0: yeah
1: in gear i um, not sure that pertains. I don't think that, yeah. that, that, that was, that, yeah. that, was a, that was a mulligan. Uh, no. So
0: did it hold on before we move on. Did, does it bother you in die hard when John McClane, he comes, he flies from New York. He's like, I'm a New York city cop. I got, uh, I got a six month backlog pieces of shit. I got to lock up and he goes and sees his wife. She's changed her name to Holly Gennaro. And then she's, and she's a big time, you know, He could just get a job in LA by the way, but it's not important, but she, she's got a big time job with the Nakatomi company. She's head of public relations or something. And he's, and she's like, so where are you staying out here? And he goes, oh, uh, captain, um, captain Stewart, uh, retired. And he said I could crash at his place. And she, and she goes, oh yeah, where? And he goes, Ramona. And she goes, and she laughs and she goes, oh, you mean Pomona. Well, hold on. Cause, cause it, 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 this always drives me crazy. Cause there's two options here. W- one, there is a Ramona. Like there is a place called Ramona. That's it's in San Diego County. Like if, so, so if somebody said Ramona, I would go, oh, that's fucking way too far. I would never think that he meant to say Pomona because who lives in fucking Pomona? That right. You may as well live in Ramona if you live in Pomona and you want to be in L.A. Does it does it bother you that they that they did the Ramona Pomona thing? Has that ever does that annoy you when you watch Die Hard every Christmas?
1: Kind of, and you're right yeah. if, because they do make it make her out to be successful. Like she's been she's been uh, rising in this in this company in this international yeah. company financial yeah. company and yeah. and you know. Her living in Pomona doesn't jive with success. No, she, you know.
0: she doesn't live in Pomona. Captain Cappy, who he's supposed to bunk with, <laughs> lives <right>. in Pomona. <laughs> but he says Ramona, and she immediately knows he meant to say Pomona. And as a lifelong resident of the Southland, if somebody said Ramona, I would never in a million years think they meant to say Pomona. Never. Right. I would never think that. Hmm. Yeah, obviously never heard of anyone living in Pomona. ever No. No, uh, Pomona's, you drive through yeah. it. You drive through it, yeah. Through it. yeah. And, it's in uh, the San Gabriel Valley. Uh,
1: Jay, Moore, the, Jay Moore, every time I think of Pomona, I think about every time he opened at the Brea Improv, I yeah. saw him probably a, a dozen times at the Brea Improv, yeah. he would just say, welcome to Brea, the gateway to Pomona.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: I, yeah. It was such such specific humor that I, yeah, I found he, that very funny. Yeah. When he would play Irvine, he would say, "Welcome to Irvine, like the gateway to Brea, Mission Viejo, is, or something." Yeah. yeah, which is like way too far apart. Okay, yeah. we, we've digressed, but it's I think people like the local color that we yeah. put in
1: here. Um, yeah. So um, Rachel gets back to the rest of the cast, and she's had a great time. But Tanner is confused. You know, Tanner's not very bright. Um, you know, he admits to something in this episode that just blows her away, and it's the most simple of thoughts. Um, at some point, Tanner reveals himself, and he's like, "You know what? It's something that I think about all the time, even when I'm at the gym. Um, I want a life partner."
0: Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at halfgyrenew.com.
1: ...to experience the world with. And, I mean, just that that qualifier, you know, even when I'm at the gym, I think says a lot about Tanner, you know. And he's like, I just want somebody to, you know, travel the world with and just to chill with, you know. And uh, Rachel looks him dead in the eye and says... That's the most attractive thing I've heard at paradise. Him just simply saying that he always thinks about needing or wanting a life partner, even when he's at the gym. I mean, that's how, that's how important it is, you know?
0: Yeah. He's, and look, if there were, if there were one around, he would, he would hear that they were near him, right? Like he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have a problem picking up on any any movement or vibration because he would he would collect it with those satellite dishes on the side of his head, right? Even when he's at the gym and he's focused on lifting and he's thinking about ladies, yeah. if there were one nearby, he would be aware of it.
1: Um so Tanner big ears. Tanner
0: sat her down when she got back and
1: like he hit her between the eyes with that and she's now even though she just spent the day with this tantric yoga, making out with the race car driver. Now she sees something in Tanner. It was the most attractive thing she's heard in paradise. So Rachel is, um, she's intrigued with Tanner. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I will, I will say this, um,
0: I knew I. I But hold on! Five minutes before she was, she was in love with Jordan. Yes,
1: yes. Yes. Yeah, that's that's how things turn in paradise. And yeah, I thought you would have thoughts on this, Jason.
0: Um, Anything can happen in paradise.
1: That's true. Now, the odds of you fast forwarding through this maybe are pretty high, but I was wondering what you thought when Tyler, our guy Tyler, who's like five foot four. When he yeah. shows up to the bar with a stud in his left ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> and proceeds to tell the group that Braden yeah. Yeah. pierced his ear back in the yeah. room.
0: Yeah. So, well, first and, first and foremost, I need to, I have a couple thoughts here. First and foremost, I need to self-report because apparently it was, it was told to me by my dear friend, Jen Shelley Miscavige. She told me that I, multiple times last week I referred to Brayden as Blake and she said and she said Jason just let it go. And I said there's no way Jason even noticed that. So right. yes or no did you notice me call Brayden Blake?
1: Not one bit. I'm I'm guessing I'm guessing she has probably heard me call a person the same name the entire episode it was the wrong name we're not good with names on this
0: one yeah yeah she's picking nits and it's rude and then additionally she says that um that blake bears a striking resemblance to danny Zuko era john travolta do you are you seeing that because i do kind of see it he's got Um, those piercing blue eyes that you're talking about travolta in in his grease days and that's right that's right
1: interesting No, I I haven't seen that. Let me. I'll give us out this one
0: plot. Yeah. As to the earring thing, I I don't know what to think about that. It was it was so dumb, but it did make me think of something. Once I look, I'm not. I'm I'm embarrassed to admit this, but back when it was a thing, I had a um, I had an earring in my left ear. Obviously, just one. That's back when you only had one. I had an earring in my left ear, and I have not worn. I have not had an earring since I was probably 18 or 19 years old. So we're talking 30 years. It's been 30 years. And then maybe about a year ago, the hole is still kind of there. I About a year ago, I stuck one of my super hot girlfriend's earrings through the hole in my ear. I still haven't recovered from the smell. There was an odor. There was an odor that came out of that ear hole that was disgusting. And I imagine, (laughs) I imagine it was, it was horrendous. I imagine maybe something similar happened to Tyler. Cause there's, I'm not buying that. They just pierced his ear. He was lying. He previously had earrings. The guy is from fucking Jersey. Go to Jersey right now and find me a guy that doesn't have earrings. Tyler is from there. He's from the shore. He's a Papa shot magnet. Of course, he had earrings, so he just re-pierced one of his previous ear holes. Yeah, and it's disgusting, and it was a weird way to get attention, and it got you the wrong kind of attention. Again, you're trying to look masculine. I know that that you think that these that th- this generation doesn't value masculinity, and that is why you shave your balls and your navel. But trust me, it's in it's in their DNA to find the most masculine partner. And when you're walking around with, "Hey, look at my buddy, pierced my ear when no one was around." They're thinking that he's piercing other orifices of yours when you're not when they're not around, too. It's a bad look, it's embarrassing. Tyler's going home and he should.
1: Yeah, it I, it smells. For whatever reason, yeah. I just don't even think about that nowadays. Like, it was a big thing for us in our generation. Like Get Ten an ear- earring was the thing. I never yeah. ha- had one, but I knew a lot of people that did. And I just didn't know it was like a thing. So he showed up and it was just seemed like a time warp type of thing. Um, yeah. but it's anyways, um, the double date is revealed. Uh, date cards are given out and a double date is revealed. Kylie. And, uh, Sam, get to take their bows on a double date. So Sam and Peter yeah. and then Kylie and Avon go on a date. Not very interesting. They do a lot of dancing. They do some, some kiss thing where they try to find each other's abs and it's not, not very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the real drama of the entire episode begins as Tell me. former lead, Katie Thurston, walks down the steps, uh, reveals to Jesse that um, her and Blake, She remember, she chose Blake. Blake won her season. They were engaged, and then they weren't. And it sounds like the reason why they they were no longer engaged was because of her. And they must have driven this point home 90 times through Blake, Jesse, Katie, uh mm-hmm. alternate uh cast members felt compelled to say this. Not sure why they kept telling us this. You could have just told us once. They haven't talked for 2 years. 2 years. 2 years. Not sure why that was the, the most dramatic thing that had to be repeated over and over again, but since since they broke up, they haven't talked
0: for 2 years. Um Yeah. But Yep. She, she moved and she she alluded to I moved I think I moved on too quickly, which means which look that's coded language to I was already fucking somebody else when I broke up with him. <laughs> I'm sex positive. Um so Blake is real
1: stressed. I'm not sure why this overwhelms him. Um but his ex just showed up on in paradise, and of course she pulls him right away and they talk. And in case you don't know this, they haven't talked in 2 years. And Oh,
0: I didn't hear I didn't know that.
1: Yep. And then they, bl- were,
0: they were once engaged. Yeah. It's weird when people say they're engaged. They've been engaged on the show because it's it's one of those things that means less than nothing because all everyone's been engaged 14 times like like Will who was ready to, to get engaged three different times in the first two episodes and he was it was promptly yeah. sent away Olivia has been about to get engaged four times so far this season we're, we we're playing it fast and loose with the engaged yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, you were both contestants on a TV show and you hung out for a little while afterward
1: Well, just like Aaron B said the last episode we did, Aaron B said on camera, I'm here to get engaged and fall in love yeah yeah. you know and uh maybe
0: fall in love
1: so um so blake is overwhelmed you know and he's like he doesn't quite know how to handle this
0: conversation do you notice no one's ever the proper amount of whelmed your other under or over you could yeah yeah, you're never just whelmed you're well i'm I'm properly whelmed right now you can only be over or under okay continue good point
1: um it isn't i saw um I saw Napoleon over the weekend and I was, I was whelmed. There was it, I was neither over or underwhelmed by it. So Um, I
0: have a hard time with all the costumes and stuff, you know, like period. Cause it's real. It's just the guy, unless they get non-stars to do it. Cause then I can then I can be into it, you know, but if they, when they put, movie stars in those kind of movies it's i can't get into it because it's i just see the movie star have you seen dream scenario yet are you gonna see it i have not i have not it's this the new nicholas cage movie okay looks amazing you should check it out okay go on
1: um so katie i i think the reason why she came to paradise was to like officially apologize to blake for how she handled the ending of their relationship Um, Blake doesn't know how to take that. And by the way, this is a very Gen Z thing. Like, and they talked about it as if it's just kind of like a matter of fact, like they haven't talked for two years, but Katie refers to voice memos. Um, she says, I don't know if you got my voice memos. I sent you a bunch of voice memos. Now, is that like, on IG when you just talk into the microphone and send a, a a voice message. I I didn't get the impression it was a voice mail. She kept saying voice memos. And then. So,
0: so that's, this is, this is a problem for you because you, you're an Android person, but a, a voice memo is people that have real phones, iPhones, a voice memo is a feature. That's just where you can say if you if you have too much to text, you can record a a voice note and send it to the person, and it's called a voice memo. Okay, I'm sure I'm sure there's an am sure there's an Android equivalent, but no one uses it.
1: It's an Apple phone uh, thing, and yeah. so maybe that's why she was talking like everyone knew what it was. But little did she know that half the viewers are Android users? So it oh, seemed I don't kind of weird. That. Um, yeah, yeah. And then Blake Blake acknowledges it by saying, "I did get your voice notes," and it's like th- these two fucking people are aliens talking alien language. I like it, you know she's talking in voice memos like we all know what the hell they are. And then he's like, "Yep, I did get your voice notes." So then he throws a like a second uh, meaning of this term. So it, it kind of threw us Android users off. I I have to admit, um, but. He didn't he got the notes, but he says he didn't feel compelled to respond to them. Um I guess they were just kind of her explaining herself and he didn't care. And he basically says, I don't really know what to do with this conversation. I don't know what to do with you being here. I've struck up like a relationship with like a 12-year-old mentally uh woman here and and uh and Jess, you know, 24 going on 12. Yeah, and I don't know how to take this. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. And Katie, to her
0: her credit, says, "Wow, she seems really young." Yeah, she's she's immediately so threatened, and it's actually it's actually abusive what The Bachelor is has doing to someone like Jess, who's clearly not whatever psych evaluation they put these people through. She clearly is not does not exist at a level where it is safe for her to be in this environment. And that's obvious to all of us that are looking. And that is our collective shame because someone like Jess should just not be put in this position. It is, it is abusive to her and it is sad.
1: Yeah. She's, she's a a emotionally unprepared person for, for this platform. Now um, in a very revealing comma human moment and you know this show has very few like genuine human moments uh, Katie is asked by a producer on camera do you still love Blake and she just starts crying um, yeah which is yeah. the answer is probably yes and that's a, a very rare human moment in this in, in yeah. this show I will give it that yep. um mm-hmm. Katie tells everyone all of a sudden after all the speculation and just just crying and feeling threatened that oh I'm not here to date. Uh yeah, I'm I'm just here to host a roast. Oh yeah.
0: yes. <laughs> we're we're going to roast each other. Yeah, after she lingers there for a while. Look, look, seasoned viewers like Brian Beckner and Jason Stewart, we know she's not joining the cast. Also, I also I like how she showed up and she's like, Yeah, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. So she's so Jesse's talking to her and she's like, Yeah, it's kind of weird. I haven't seen Blake in two years. And then and they're like going back and forth, and she goes, and then Jesse goes, Well, you never know. He could be down there. Like, like it was so obvious that she knew he was there, but he had like they had to pretend she would yeah. be surprised if she saw him there. <laughs> this was dumb.
1: It was so obvious that the reason she showed up was to stir shit up to make, you know, Jessica an already, you know, immature person emotionally, even more emotional. Um, She showed up to, I guess, have some closure with Blake, Uh, but he's too much of adult to have closure with. He's not very bright. So, and then, yeah, then they try to make it sound like Well, I'm just going to show up in paradise and hope Blake is here. Well, no, I think the entire reason she showed up was Blake, and then she's going to host a roast. Um, The problem with the roast, I have to give, and they they had to see this coming. Yeah, you know, these are attractive people, thirsty for fame, but yeah, never give them uh, like never given them a platform to be creative. Like yeah. the like leave roasts to professionals, people that right. kind of, that you they're comedians. So they oh, know they're funny, but you put bachelor contestants in a situation where they're trying to roast somebody. It just comes off as like bad, mean spirited jokes. Like, and they're, they're not funny. Um, and Jessica funny. was on the receiving end of a few of them. And and then Rachel oh. was getting a bunch of shit too for being a former lead and and going through a bunch of guys on the show.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, but look, they had writers, people. They the they had help writing the jokes, but these are these are children that have grown up in a time where with safe spaces. They've they've never heard anyone say anything negative about them to their face in their entire life. This is like, look, we we grew up in a time where we we got t- shit talked to us th- most of the time. Whether it was at home, whether it was at school, whatever. Sports you were you were fucking told you were nothing often. <laughs> These people aren't ready for this. <laughs> Like this is not again this is not this is not an ideal situation for for these Gen Z people who have just never in their lives oh. had anything negative said to them before
1: Well whether it was Olivia's own creativity or a writer, really the only like uh, real good roast wine was, oh, was Olivia fantastic. talking to Kylie and Kat. Amazing. After stealing her guys, she says, I just have a question. How do I taste?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Now, this is, <laughs> I, and look, I'm all for the sex positivity, but it, so she's saying that both John Henry and. Who was it? Will
1: or whoever. Will. Whoever Kylie had been inside
0: Had been inside of her.
1: Yeah. How do is I Is that taste? what I'm. Is that.
0: Is that what I'm. This isn't like. Remember when Shaq rapped Kobe? Show me, tell me how my ass tastes. Yep. Remember that? That was it. That was in bad taste. Yeah. Um, but this is. She's basically saying I had sex with the guys you're dating, which is very cutting. By the way, I mean <laughs> whether it's true or not, <laughs> it's pretty good. It's good. I, I respect Olivia's look. Olivia's the star of the season. She's good. She's good. TV.
1: They, they would have.
0: Yeah, they would have nothing without her.
1: Um. And it just reminded me when was Kylie with Will? Well, Kylie was the one that Will Will had seated in the fountain mm-hmm. before ruining right. his ACL.
0: remember? That's right. That's right. Was- he's, he, de- he definitely needs a hip replacement, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> he he put that he put that leg into a pool that was like three feet deeper than the one he was standing in on the other side. And it was just a full straight leg that just came right up through the pelvic joint. And he's like, he definitely needs some pins or something, if not a resurfacing of the entire hip after that, for sure.
1: So the roast goes over uh, really
0: poorly. There are
1: literal, literally people crying in the aftermath. Uh, Rachel's crying. Jess is crying and Mercedes She's beginning to think that Tyler doesn't want to be with her. And, you know, Tyler, he's got an earring now. So he's got he's going to play the field with an earring. Well,
0: they made a bunch of jokes about it, that he was more committed to having an earring than he is to Mercedes or something, which is great. Like Mercedes, who seems very nice, was just catching shrapnel for doing nothing. Yeah,
1: yeah. So those three women are upset, and that's kind of how the episode ends And that, um, you know, they go to the rose ceremony, and three people have to do the math for us. In case we aren't adept at this, um, Tanner points out that there are 11 men and eight women.
0: So three yeah. men are going to go home. Uh, yeah, the two dudes that just showed up. Who we have no idea who they are,
1: and whoever, right. uh, Tyler, whoever, yeah, but probably Tyler. But it is funny that eleven minus eight is three, and three people, including Jesse, uh, did the math on uh, you know in in camera for us just to make sure oh. that we knew that.
0: <laughs> well, you know they got to make TV at an eighth grade level yeah. or something or, or second.
1: Um, the cliffhanger is this. Okay. Tell me Blake has been, Blake has kind of been, um, I don't know what you would call it. Kind of punched in the face by this Katie Thurston arrival. Yeah. And Blake admits that Katie has stirred up old feelings and it reminds him, this is actually a real adult moment on a, a a show that doesn't do adult moments. He's like, yep. I know what love is. Katie reminded me of what love is. Wow, yeah, and yeah. I'm nowhere near that with this, you know, 24 year old going on 12 year old Jess. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to need to move off of this now. The interesting yeah. thing is, you know, the women have the roses. So the cliffhanger is: Is Blake yeah. actually going to shoot himself in the foot and tell Jess that this is? Going nowhere, uh, right before the rose ceremony, and that's where it leaves. That's where that's that's for next week. And I I want to say, is next week the finale, or
0: are we getting close to this, or what? I I think this was nine, this was either eight or nine. Oh, you're right, you're right.
1: December 7th, I think, is the finale. So we got we got two episodes,
0: two. Oh, there's usually ten, so maybe this was eight. I don't know, they play it fast and loose. I I just want to say that. Katie Thurston, who's sex positive, did a very manipulative thing here because men are stupid. And <laughs> she came in there and she was like, I, you know, I have to admit, like seeing she did two things. She's like seeing you. It just, you know, it ignites this kind of energy. So she's appealing to his ego yep. or he now she's she's letting him know he's desired. And also he's making she's making him recall because she's sex positive so you know she gets out the toys she's you know she's down to have threesomes like she's she showed blake a a world that he enjoyed and but then she also did another thing she's like yeah i hear jess is kind of young so she she implanted if it wasn't already there she or she warmed up what she said is hey, here's a thing you're already thinking. Now I'm going to say it to you so you know other people are thinking it too. Right. And so she's like, here's here's a thing that you have that you know isn't probably the right thing, even though it's got a big set and it's very skinny. But uh, here's me over here who showed you a good thing and I'm letting you know that I'm kind of thinking about you. So there's a, there's a possible upgrade or you know, jump off happening over here. And it it's a very manipulative thing to do is all I'll say, because do, do we think she really wants to have a relationship with Blake Moines, Danny Zuko, who, who, you see those blue eyes, you could just, you could practically look through, like if you're standing on the beach with him in Mexico and you look into his eyes, I swear to God, you could see Japan behind him. That's, that's, that's how little, is going on in Blake's brain. Okay? He's an animal husbandry person whatever. He seems very nice. Did I confuse Blake with brend what's the other guy's name?
1: No, it's, you got the right guy. Braden. Blake. Yeah. I got it right, Braden is the so. guy with the earring, Yeah.
0: yeah. Bla- Blake could leave, but also who cares? But whatever happens, I guarantee you Jess is going to end up crying no matter what, which yeah, is very sad. It, it's my first impression, Rose Brian. Brian is that Jay it? Stewart, That's Bruce it. Bruce it. We'll see you next week. Okay, TV. for Jason Stewart, my name is Brian Beck. has the been the Bachelor How Lifestyle oh, from the Ball oh. Lifestyle.com. Like. Play your cards right, you might see. end up on paradise. Here's the key to the fantasy suite. Falls deep so you can sleep with your third or fourth girl in a week. We're making a connection and falling in love. We're chilling in a mansion outside the hot tub. We're starting in LA and then we travel. World. we toast toasting champagne, we got 32 girls Who gets to hometown and who's the most hated Who had the best date and who's getting eliminated We always speculating like you wouldn't believe But I cheated, logged on to reality, Steve So, it's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle we living in It's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle It's the Bachelor Lifestyle we living in It's the ball of lifestyle we living in it's the ball of it's so lifestyle we living in. It's the ball of the life.